Hello, everyone. Welcome to Heal Thyself. Thanks for taking the time out of your day and joining the show. Very, very excited to bring this show today. All right, so check this out. This knowledge bomb is going to be so integral to healing and health. And actually, I'm surprised. I look back in my library of knowledge bomb topics, and I'm surprised I didn't talk about it sooner. But to be honest, there's so much information that I want to get out to all of you that I don't know why this took a back seat. But this is so, 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 so important. If you suffer from mood disorders or any health disorders, sleep issues, anything under the sun, ironically, uh, we'll be talking a little bit about what is the one and two interventions you can do in your day to boost up your overall health. And I'm talking about boost it up, up after a month. So uh, it's not a secret, but really important. We're going to go into that. And very special guest, Dr. Ashley DeLuna coming up from San Diego. She's a jack of all trades when it comes to medicine. She's talking about gut health, about brain health, mood health, anxiety, depression, and fertility. She's got it all. Uh, super dynamic speaker and very exciting uh, to listen to. So I can't wait to get her on here. So Without further ado, I thank you for taking the time, of course, in your day, but without further ado, let's get to this knowledge bomb. Today, I want to talk to you about a very, very important topic. Actually, two really, really important interventions for your overall health. So if you remember a few shows back, I spoke about biological rhythms, right? These are the rhythms that present in our body. In fact, it's basically our whole biology and physiology that's dependent on these very specific rhythms throughout the day. Nothing is fixed, nothing is stagnant as far as our cellular rhythms and our cellular workings from morning to night. Everything fluctuates, everything. And some of these rhythms are 24 hours, some of them are a little bit shorter, some of them are a little bit longer, some of them are for sleep, some of them are for wake, some of them are for hunger. Menstrual cycles are even longer ones, but they're rhythms too. And What's happening is basically we have this master clock in our brain. Think about like Big Ben in the UK. And that's sending out a signal to all of the wristwatches around. And those wristwatches know what time it is and what we got to do. All right. So we put on our hard hat, get into work. And then we know after another signal and another signal, another signal that we know, okay, it's time to get out of work, start relaxing. But I'm going to tell you really, really something important about these interventions that we need to be integrating into our lives to optimize our health because it's free and it's fairly easy if we put our mind to it. So now these rhythms, they're largely signaled by light. This is why I talk about something called the cortisol awakening response, making sure that you're seeing bright light during the day, especially when you're waking up around there, right? And your cortisol is going to be boosting up and really important because it sets the standard for the rest of the day. But today, 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 I want to speak to you about the two most important inputs and times in the day that we need to be getting into our lives. So if you suffer with any conditions, diseases, sleep disorders, you have this fundamental important intervention right at your fingertips. And it's a foundational building block. So before you go on medications or you go on supplements or any fancy treatments, the doctor should always be making sure if this fundamental is in place. And today I'm gonna to talk to you about it. So two essential times of the day for light exposure especially if you're out of balance physically or mentally or emotionally, sunrise and sunset, right? And this may be a problem for some people. I don't care if you can't wake up early, set your alarm. And I don't care if you have something to do in the evening, change that because you got to put your health first. I want you to think about it. Most of our evolutionary life was on this input every single day. We evolved 
with our body knowing exactly what to do and how to operate based on these signals. So again, if you're suffering with any conditions, you've got to start with the basics. And these basics are meaning the sun that's giving your body those inputs for daily health. And what are the messages? Let's go into them. Sunrise. Well, admittedly, this is one of the most challenging ones for me right? because I'm a particularly little bit of a night owl. So getting up that early, especially to see the sunrise, can be a problem sometimes. And particularly where I live, I live up in the mountains. So it takes a while to come down, get to the beach and see the sunrise or get to a place where I can see the horizon. Uh, but I'll be moving back down to the beach. So it's going to be an everyday occurrence. But you don't need to live at the beach. Hell, you don't even need to see the full sunrise on the horizon. All you need is that spectrum of colors. It's being given off to you. And it varies depending on where the sun is on the horizon. But you really want to make sure you're getting out there. If Like, check, check your time and see sunrise tomorrow. And you know it's at, let's say, 6.05 a.m. Get out there by 5.55, right? 10 minutes early so you can see that whole process happen. A foundation to any health condition is getting enough light at the right times of day. If you have issues sleeping, depression or anxiety, or your brain's not sharp as it usually is, exposure to sunrise and sunset should be the first interventions that your doctor's giving you, or at the very least, that to complement those treatments. So we're talking about evolutionary biology. Our bodies not only benefit from these signals, but they expect them daily. You know, skincare isn't just about looking good, right? A lot of us want to look good, but it's not just about looking good. It's about nurturing your skin and being well-balanced from the inside out. And, you know, this world is flooded with a bunch of harsh chemicals that are really insulting our skin, our barrier. And you want something truly effective that is safe. Alitura is one of the best in the game. If you never heard of Alitura, you just think of, you might've seen some uh, black bottles with gold writing on it. It's one of the best. And they're always at health events and people are loving them and their quality. Alitura Naturals has crafted a serum that is not only safe, but also incredibly effective. Listen, a lot of you ask me where I get my glow from. This is a huge part of the equation. Their gold serum isn't just another skincare product. It's a testament to the power of natural healing and a commitment to holistic health. It uses organic ingredients like jojoba, olive, rosehip oils, and the gold serum is made organically with plant-derived vitamin A, not synthetic stuff, not that nasty stuff that you're getting in a lot of these over-the-counter products, GHKCU, and marine collagen to revitalize your skin. Alitura Naturals has been using the best ingredients in their products for years. They've been pioneering the path for what truly transformed skin should be. So if you're ready to take control of your skin health and experience the pinnacle of natural beauty, I highly recommend checking out Alitura Naturals. For a limited time, you, the Heal Thyself listener, will enjoy the exclusive discount, just the Heal Thyself discount, only for you. That's 20% off of this gold serum. Go to alitura.com and use the code DRG for 20% off. That's A-L-I-T-U-R-A.com and get that 20% discount. It's amazing stuff. I use it every night before bed and I'm telling you, I'm on fire with my skin in a good way. Check it out. All right, let's face it. With all the toxins we're exposed to nowadays with processed foods, pollutants, and even stress, our poor livers have been working overtime. If you've been feeling sluggish, bloated, or just overall rundown, it may be time to give your hardworking liver some extra love and support. That is where Organifi's Liver Detox comes in. This convenient little capsule contains a powerhouse blend of clinically studied superfoods. This convenient little capsule contains a powerhouse blend of clinically studied superfood ingredients specifically designed to remove excess toxins and improve digestion, promote healthier energy levels, and just overall liver health. Now, one of the key ingredients is artichoke leaf extract, which has been clinically proven to help detoxify the liver and digestive tract. Then you got the all-star liver protector. You heard of it, milk thistle, an herb that has been used for centuries to give your liver a big old hug. That's not all. 
Organifi's liver detox also contains dandelion root, one of my favorite ones of all time, which is loaded with vitamins and minerals to promote healthy liver function and digestion. And finally, Trefalia, an ancient Ayurvedic formula packed with antioxidants that have been traditionally used as a powerful liver tonic, one of my favorite ones too. So whether you're dealing with sluggish digestion, low energy, or just want to give your body's main detox engine a little extra love, Organifi's Liver Detox has your back. Just take one to three capsules at any point during the day to start supporting your liver's natural detox pathways. All of us need to be supporting our liver. If you want to experience the energy boosting, liver supporting effects of this fantastic formula, head to OrganifiShop.com and use the code DRG for 20% off. That is O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I shop.com slash DRG. So a new study that was published in the Current Biology magazine earlier this year, it was called Let There Be Circadian Light. And they saw that the wavelengths of light at sunrise and sunset make the biggest impact on our brain when it comes to mood, but also not only that, cognition, alertness, and memory. The cells in your retina are responding to these colors, and the signal's being sent straight right to the SCN of the brain, and that's getting all the gears going in your body. In reference to mood, guess what neurotransmitter is being released during sunrise? Serotonin. That's the same feel-good neurotransmitters that is deficient in people with depression, which is partially the cause, but not all of it. When your body's flooded, with this during sunrise, this neurotransmitter that is salvaged by SSRIs like Lexapro and Prozac, well, that's retraining your body, right, to start seeing the sunset, and then you're releasing these daily over and over and over, and your body's becoming used to this serotonin flood every morning. And again, if you're being prescribed these medications, but not the wavelengths of sunrise or sunset, then your doctor's missing the whole point of healing. But don't take my word for it. Go outside starting today every single day for the next 30 days. See the sunrise and see the sunset. And see, write it down, how your mood changes otherwise. Go back to your doctor after 30 days and reassess where you are with your medication. Because it could be that it's lowered or you're off of it. I'm not making any guarantees, but it's such an important intervention to make. Now check this out. Here's one of the craziest things. Did you know that if you see the sunrise, it can help dictate your sleep, the quality of your sleep, 15 to 16 hours later? Why? Well, serotonin is needed to produce melatonin. This happens in your pineal gland. So when you watch the sunrise, what you're doing is you're setting off that serotonin every single day. Your body's getting used to releasing it in the morning. That's setting you up for nighttime melatonin release. You see the sunset, you get a flood of melatonin. You're setting yourself up for success in a nice sleep-wake cycle, which is integral, integral to your overall health. And then another plus is that when you see that sunset, your cortisol is starting to trend down. It's been trending down throughout the day, but it's going to hit its lowest point. And when it's hit its lowest point, melatonin is starting to reach its highest point. And then you're putting yourself in a really relaxed state. Your body's saying, I'm tired. Get me to sleep. Because mind you, melatonin is not just a sleepy hormone. It's essential for antioxidant, reducing oxidation and inflammation in the body. It's also an anti-cancer. It also stimulates the immune system. Proper melatonin production at night is dependent, dependent on how much serotonin you're producing in the day, plus dietary interventions, but how much serotonin you're producing in a day, that's setting you up for optimizing melatonin. And remember, not just for sleep, but all of those other beneficiary effects in the body. So you see, and then when you wake up, rejuvenated, restored, you're able to wake up early in the morning, feeling good, and then you see that sunset again. Two important, important interventions. You don't wanna wear glasses or contacts when you're seeing the sunrise or sunset. So I wear both glasses and contacts. And what I do is if I do see the sunrise, I see the sunset more. 
But when I do see the sunrise or sunset, I'll take off my glasses. I need to drive there, so I need my glasses. And then I'll see it. I'll let it hit my naked eye, and then I'll put it back on. But really, if you're going therapeutically to see the sunrise or sunset or sun exposure, it's best if you don't wear your glasses or contacts. Matt Maruka was on the show last summer, and he spoke about how contacts are like plastic bags over the eye, and they're not blocking. They're blocking the full wavelengths of light that get in there that are benefit, benefiting you. So, also keep in mind, as you start adding this practice, very important integral practice, foundational practice to your health, you got to remember. What are the things that disrupt it? Blue light, bright light at night. We talk about this. this. is why I talk about blue blockers. The one I use is raw optics. I have no affiliation, but Dr. Matt Maruka came on the show. He showed us how well they work. Blue Blocks is another really good uh, blue blocking brand, but uh, both of those work really well. And uh, late night eating is going to affect it. Jet lag is going to affect it. Um, caffeine, working out late at night. These are all going to affect those hormonal signals at night. So remember, as the light comes, you're waking up, serotonin's coming up, hitting that midday, right? That's when your hunger's going, ooh, we got to eat. Get your food in during the day. You know, you don't want to raise that insulin late at night because it's telling your body something else. You want to optimize your life rhythms with the way that the day rhythms go. See if you're in full alignment, how your mood disorders are, how your sleep is, how inflammation is, how any conditions are, right? What we have to keep in mind is that Giving supplements for something, giving medication for something, doing fancy treatments for something is not the answer if you don't have the foundational things in here. And this is what I'm trying to bring to light. So lack of better terms, light, we are adding this for our overall health. I really hope that helped. So easy to do, right? Maybe for some, the waking up and seeing the sunrise is a little more difficult, but make the effort. Really, it's what I find is that as we feel stagnant or resistant, we transmute that energy into creative energy and put that towards something and it gets easier pretty much for second, third, and by the fourth day, you're already rolling. So if you can get over that first hump and just get out there, put the alarm on, have everything set up uh, in your car, you can have a sweatshirt if it's going to be cold or whatever, or if you walk to the beach, just have everything set up with your alarm, your clothes, you don't have to lag, you come home and then you can come home to something, right? You can come home to a matcha or if you drink a coffee and then do your rituals or something like that where you can add this as part of really important start to the day, seeing that red light right when it's coming up from the horizon is so, so important. So it's, you, it's, you're going to catch it like within five, 10 seconds, you're going to get that really bright light as soon as the sun comes over the horizon, that's setting up your serotonin. Okay. Really hope that helped. I'm really excited to get Dr. Ashley DeLuna on. She is, like I said, jack of all trades. We're going to talk about everything. Super dynamic, super engaging, super exciting to be around. So uh, let's get to that interview. I have one very special guest. Dr. Ashley DeLuna is a fellow naturopathic doctor. She's an expert in hormones, an expert in gut health, an expert in fertility, an expert in all things that have to do with holistic health. And that's how naturopathic doctors do. So I'm always excited to bring some of my straight colleagues on and Ashley. Dr. Ashley, thank you for joining. Thank you so much for having me. I'm yeah. so happy to be here. As I said, like, it feels so good to have naturopathic doctors on because like, we know mm -hmm. what the schooling was like. We know what like, the organizations and the, and the climate for health is like. like we get each other, mm -hmm. right? We get the vibe. Mm -hmm. um, so you're in San Diego. Yes. And uh, you work at a clinic that I visited, mm -hmm. but you weren't there. Where were you? Uh, where was I then? I was on vacation You somewhere. went to Loom. 
I was in Tulum. Yes, yeah. I frequent Tulum. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you love Tulum? I love Tulum. Yeah. I love the tropics. Yeah. I was there um, myself uh, like two weeks after you went. <laughs> and it was like, oh, what a getaway. So anyway, that's that's here, neither here nor there. But I'm just saying, <laughs> everyone take some time to yourself. That's one thing that I saw that you were doing. But um, man, like when we were talking before we got on air, you're sort of like a jack of all trades. You You don't just really focus on one thing. You just do it all, but that's how we should be because it's mm-hmm. holistically minded. You can't just be like magnifying glass on the gut, right? So I guess I guess to start off, what made you come into this field? Mm-hmm. Where what, what sparked that little passion? Because everyone had a story back in natural school. Yep. What was that little ignition in your life that got you here? Mm-hmm. I love telling this story just because I am also from New York, so mm-hmm. I feel like that shaped a lot of who I am and who I was expected to be in the world of health. Um, growing up in New York, there was just a very specific way that health was viewed and medicine was viewed. You go to the doctor for this, you get a pill, you're better, you're worse, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I always knew that I wanted to be a doctor in the healthcare field in some way, shape, or form. And I graduated high school a year early so that I could start to shadow different doctors in the field. And I was able to shadow cardiologists, rheumatologists, surgeons, everything from veterinary medicine. Mm. I had the opportunity to shadow with an acupuncturist, but I was like, why would I do that? Mm-hmm. I have no interest in doing that. Mm-hmm. I was a very different person back then mm-hmm. as well. And it was so interesting because every single practitioner that I shadowed, they didn't feel connected to what they were doing. Mm-hmm. A lot of their auras were gray. They felt exhausted and really jaded by their line of work. And me just getting ready to start in the world of medicine, that's not what I was expecting. And quite frankly, a lot of them told me, oh, Ashley, you're not built for this. You're not supposed to be this type of practitioner. Mm -hmm. And that was hard for me to hear, but I still felt a passion inside of me. So around that time, I was looking into colleges, moved from New York to San Diego, which was such a culture shock in that everyone was prioritizing health. They were... (laughs) They were caring about what they were eating. They were working out. They were getting sunshine. Supplements were a thing. All these different topics that were never on my radar. And while I was still confused as to where I wanted to end up in medicine, I was in the American Medical Student Academy or Mm -hmm. Association, and a naturopath came in. And within the first five minutes of him talking about what he was doing and how he viewed medicine and health... I got full body chills. I had a deep emotional reaction. Yes. And I was like, this is it. This is what I've been waiting for. So I shadowed him and... The rest is history. I just knew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting you listen to the intuition. A lot of us actually have those moments and then logic, mm-hmm. right? What we're supposed to do, how we're supposed to do it overtakes us and we sort of quiet our soul talking to us and leading <laughs> us. And, um, you know, for me, I had something similar. Like I was in dental school and I learned about naturopathic medicine in the middle of dental school. <laughs> and then I was like, whoa, why do I feel like I'm drunk out of nowhere? Like mm-hmm. my whole body had just like this hot chill and hot wave. And I was like, what is going on? And uh, intuition. intuition. I got it tattooed on my wrist for that reason. Um, so, all right. So you, you you shadow this doctor and then you're like, that's it. I'm going to college and I'm going to be a naturopathic doctor. Yes. That's kind of few and far between because not everyone goes into college knowing what naturopathic medicine is. Mm-hmm. Usually it's somewhere at the end of college or in the middle, but um, it's really rare. So once you came out, then did you go straight to the clinic that I went to visit that we'll talk a little bit about later? But um, Or did you go into practice by yourself? What did you do after? Life was so interesting after graduation. I thought that I was going to move out of the country and work somewhere. A few different really beautiful opportunities came up, but for some reason they never felt right, that intuitive piece. And I remember just sitting with myself wondering why I didn't want to even brag about the opportunities that had fallen into my lap, and it's because I didn't feel aligned with them. Mm-hmm. So what did 
feel most in alignment was resting, staying in San Diego and leaning into the community that I already had. So I ended up opening up my own practice in San Diego Uh and I had been doing craniosacral and teaching yoga throughout medical school. So I already had this beautiful community of people that knew me for who I was and knew my journey and were ready Mm -hmm. to be cared for in that way. Mm -hmm. So I ended up opening my doors month one when I got my license. I just rented a cute little room and started seeing people. Wow. That's so brave because like for me, it took forever. And then at that, I just started working with someone else that I, it was a colleague of mine at school. And then after that, I just telemedicine. Um, I never got into that part of it. And I can imagine how stressful it is to open a practice now. But um, you picked a good place. Mm-hmm. San Diego is one of my favorite places in the country. Mm, you know, every time I go down there, people have flip-flops on. doesn't matter <laughs> if it's December or June or September. Yep. I'm like, what is happening here? So it, it, you're there and, and, you know, you open up your clinic. And did you look to specialize in something or did you start seeing patients coming in and going, whoa, this is like, as we learned in school, but whoa, now I'm seeing manifestations of this every day. This is all connected. The mental health aspect is connected to the gut health, is connected to fertility. Is that, you started seeing that more and more? I think a little bit of both. You know, similar to you, probably you start to feel your passions while you're in medical Mm -hmm. school and in the clinic and seeing what types of patients you're drawn to and who you get excited to work with. And for me, that was always... I guess the more complicated patients, um, and coming from New York, I loved working with people that had chronic infections or Lyme and things mm-hmm. like that. But I, do you know who Dr. Karazian is? Yeah, I follow him. Yeah, he is a phenomenal practitioner that Bastier didn't even tell us how amazing he was. And he was our- Was he at Bastier? He was our neurology, our general neurology that. professor. He did neuroanatomy first year. And instead of even fully going into neuroanatomy, I mean, he did, he taught it to us, mm-hmm. but he would show cases of his patients before and after doing different functional neuro- neurological exercises and getting to the root causes of things like anxiety, depression. So he would talk a lot about gut health and kind of connecting all the dots So that was something that always stood out to me from first year of medical school that I wanted to work in that way. But then also just in my own healing journey, a lot of gut health, a lot of hormones, detoxing off of birth control. So it was a bit about who I was excited to work with, but a lot of that excitement came from personal experience and Mm -hmm. what I had gone through. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get to that whole point, like the birth control and preconception, because I know that there's a lot of, a big, big part of this audience is young women, Mm -hmm. uh, ready to have a family or just starting to have a family. So we really want to get in there. But I want to get to the mental health aspect, because this is something that is really huge in the work that I do. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the mind-body connection. I love trauma. I love trauma releases. Uh, What is, and you mentioned anxiety and depression, is that really what you're seeing most people manifesting with? And if so, the conventional perspective on this is, you know, your neurotransmitters are off. Let's give you medication to push the physiology such that you feel better, right? Mm-hmm. The neurotransmitters are not being broken down and you feel happy all the time. Do you see things differently? Part one. And then also, do you see a deeper picture? Is there something deeper that's happening? Absolutely. I mean, from a chemical standpoint, of course, if neurotransmitters are out of balance, Mm -hmm. you will have different manifestations of imbalance, which we put in a box and label as a certain disease. But for me, it's always deeper. And that's why I love our medicine, because for patient A and patient B, the reason why they're anxious or depressed is completely different. And for me, a lot of what I find to be the root cause has to do, of course, with gut health, because gut health influences overall inflammation. Those inflammatory chemicals can then just swim right through the leaky lining of the Mm -hmm. gut into the systemic circulation to go to the brain. And I remember it was a study that I think I read first year of medical school where 
if they injected mice with interleukin-6, which is a major chemical that triggers inflammation in the body, that those mice exemplified symptoms of depression. Mm. So that's a lot of what I do, but also in just learning how nutrition plays into all of this, because I'm a yoga instructor and a huge part of what we believe in is nonviolence, and that translates a lot into diet. So I was a vegan for a really long time, and I work a lot with vegan patients, and I'm a big fan of plant-based eating and eating whole foods and getting nutrient-dense meals, but I even found in my own body I had never been so depressed or so anxious when I was mm. eating in that way because I was not getting the essential fatty acids that my brain mm. needed. I wasn't getting enough protein to even make neurotransmitters, mm -hmm. enough B6 to make neurotransmitters, B12. So for me, I always look at those underlying causes. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great approach. And me and myself being vegan 11 years, you have to be really vigilant and understanding how you're balancing your body and taking tests and seeing like, mm -hmm. whoa, okay, whoa, I didn't know my B12 was this low. Um, you have to be on it, mm -hmm. making sure you're eating the good varieties of food, nutrient-dense foods, and then if you need to supplement, supplementing. Um, but it's it's really a great point to bring up because a lot of us just follow a diet that we read online, and then three years later, you're like, oh, shoot, I'm really depressed mm -hmm. or I'm super anxious. Um, I find that that we do hold on to like these traumatic memories in our body. And you being a yoga instructor, I'm sure that you understand the importance of like mindfulness and flow. And have you ever even actually, when you were doing yoga or with yourself or others, seen that come out through people, like emotional releases through just mindfulness practices? Absolutely. I see it all the time. I tell my students all the time when I can feel that someone's on the brink of letting something go, yeah. I feel like they need that vulnerability to come into the room. And I say, I've sobbed on my yoga mat so many times. If it's coming up, let it out. Yeah. And I also being a craniosacral therapist, I find that a lot of that gets stuck in the fascial system of the mm -hmm. body because mm -hmm. fascia is this connective tissue that binds the entire body together. And for the listeners that aren't aware of it, I like to explain it as if we look up at the night sky, our eyes immediately go to all the stars. And those are like the bones, the muscles, the ligaments, the very dense structures in the body. But the black that is binding everything together, that is fascia. And it's holding our nerves and it responds and contracts when we feel different emotions. So I find a lot in when you're really deeply holding a pose and breathing into it and bringing blood flow and awareness to these parts of the body that you might have closed off, it gives the body permission to start to release them. And especially in yin yoga, where you're just flopping on into the fascia, whoo some deep emotions can uh, yeah. come out if you let them. It's been a long time since I promoted a coffee because there's not that many good coffee brands. We got one of the best ones now on Heal Thyself. Are you ready to elevate your coffee game? An experience to prove that it's not only delicious, but it's also health focused. Let me introduce you to Purity Coffee. You heard me review them in one of my first ever coffee reviews as one of the best, and then my second ever one as one of the best. And it's one of the best still. It's an ultimate choice for coffee lovers who, who prioritize taste as well as well being. I'm going to tell you what makes Purity Coffee stand out from the crowd. Every step in that process is rooted in health focused principles backed by solid, scientific, research based, rigorous testing. They use the finest specialty grade organic Arabica beans and then move on to small batch roasting, ensuring that each cup meets the highest standards of quality. But what really sets Purity Coffee apart from all the other coffee brands is their dedication, is my favorite, is their dedication to purity and safety. Their beans undergo third-party testing to ensure they're free of pesticides, toxins, and harmful mycotoxins, those pesky substances that can wreak havoc on your health, causing issues like liver and kidney damage, digestive problems, brain fog, and fatigue. Purity Coffee also has some of the highest antioxidant capacity, and this is important because we have to understand coffee is actually really good for us when we're getting quality coffee. And the reason it's good for us and ensures 
so many benefits, especially heart health, is because of its antioxidant capacity. Purity has one of the highest antioxidants that you're going to find in coffee, giving you a powerful dose of healthy, boosting compounds with every sip. Purity coffee is grown on regenerative organic farms that prioritize soil health, animal welfare, and community well-being. They have certifications by USDA Organic, Rainforest Alliance, and Smithsonian Bird Friendly. You can also trust Purity Coffee is not only good for you, but also good for the planet. They have a range of roasts from their light medium roast with sweet fruity notes and their dark roast with rich bold taste. So to try out one of my favorite coffees in existence and one that I recommend to everyone still to this day, I've been doing it for years, is Purity Coffee. Go to puritycoffee.com and use the code DRG for 30% off of your first purchase. That is P-U-R-I-T-Y-C-O-F-F-E-E.com and use the code DRG for 30% off of your order. You know, living a long life is great. It is. We all want to live longer. But what's even better is living those years in good health, right? Free of the chronic diseases and the ailments. Unfortunately for many, the gap between lifespan and health span is way too wide. And we spent our last years ill, not enjoying our life to the fullest. And that's why I'm always into research-based products, quality supplements that are coming out to you, the highest, the best of the best, some of the best rigorously tested supplements. And one of my favorite companies across the board is Momentus. And they have two that I use every single day, creatine and collagen. These are the two powerhouses at work. I've been open. And I've been working out more four times a week. I'm lifting heavy weights. And these are staples. And, I, and not just me, I think everyone should be out working out, building muscle, staples to muscle repair and muscle growth. But what sets Momentus apart from the rest is its clinically researched formulas. For the collagen, it delivers 15 grams of collagen, supporting your body in various ways. And it's not just one type of collagen, it's all the types of collagen, right? A lot of companies just have one type of collagen. You want all the types of your body's absorbing and utilizing this collagen the way you desire the body to use it. But boy, oh boy, the gold standard for working out, if you're not on this, you don't even have to be working out. You can use it for your brain. It's creatine. Momentous creatine is fantastic. There's no fillers, no additive, pure, effective ingredients you can trust. Trust is everything when it comes to supplements. Momentous third-party test. There's no surprises. What you see on the package is what you get. So if you're like me, you want to feel your body with the best of the best, go to livemomentous.com and use the code DRG for 15% off of creatine and collagen and all their top-notch products. That is L-I-V-E-M-O-M-E-N-T-O-U-S.com with the code DRG for your discount. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I mean, I saw it when I uh, when I was in school. This uh, myofascial release uh, practitioner came in. One of the my classmates was there, and like, okay, it, it looked like it was semi intense, but not that intense. But then, like, <laughs> so the the emotional reaction was disproportionate to the massage. I said, "Holy <laughs> shit, what's going on there? Is she releasing something?" And then, and my friends like, "Yeah, you know," I was like, and she's like, "Oh my god!" I, she just had a hot flash, and then in that moment, I understood. Maybe, just maybe, a lot of these traumas are held in the fascia. Mm. Uh, and they need to be released through body work, uh, mindfulness practice, just being mindful to get into the body and then doing something like yoga. Because I remember one time I was doing yoga and I was like, I made sure that I was the most present I've ever been. And it was just whew, flowing. I was like, what is happening? Like, mm -hmm. this is not, because usually I'll go to yoga, I'll be thinking about the next pose. For sure. Right? Or am I holding this pose right? Or actually, how my, how's my pose look compared to everyone else in the room? So it, yeah, I know that you talk about like getting into your own self while you're doing the yoga poses, but um, anyway, but when it comes to uh, mental health, the nutritional aspect is really big. You mentioned cranial sacral, cranial sacral. We've never talked about on the show. Mm -hmm. I've got it done on the, before, but let's let's educate the viewers and listeners. What is it, and how beneficial is it? 
Mm, I love talking about craniosacral. It was something that just fell into my lap in medical school because we actually, it wasn't a part of our curriculum, but we had a physical medicine instructor. We had an extra couple hours or something in lab one day, and she had us all try to feel each other's craniosacral rhythms. And it was a sensation that I'd never tried to tap into before, and I could not feel it, and it drove me crazy. I'm very competitive, and mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to feel it. And <laughs> it's a New Yorker went, right there. Yeah, I know. True New Yorker. <laughs> and everyone else in the class who could feel it were just blown away by the subtle sensation, so I became obsessed and took every class that I could outside of my curriculum. And I fell in love with it. And basically, craniosacral is kind of like the intersection between a gentle massage and Reiki. So it's a hands-on treatment where you are tapping into the energetic frequency of the fascia. So the movements are really light rocking movements. And the idea is that the cranium, all the different bones in the cranium have a gentle little rocking motion that they do in response to the movement of craniosacral fluid. Mm -hmm. And when it creates that cerebrospinal fluid, should I say, Everything in the body moves to its wave and you feel it in the head, but from the head, you can feel as if you're to throw a pebble into a pond, you can watch the movement as it extends the body. So you can feel into these long lines of tension Mm -hmm. and see where things get stuck. And the practitioner then asks, is this physical? Is it mental? Or is it emotional? And you can feel the movements change based on the questions that you ask the body. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually not doing the release. It's like my hand is a flashlight to tell the person's body to bring more healing energy there and to let it go. Mm -hmm. So for some people, it is an old injury. For some people, it is a belief pattern that they're holding in their body. For some Mm -hmm. people, it's emotional trauma, but it's phenomenal for anything from physical injury to mental, emotional disturbances. It drops you into the parasympathetic nervous system. So it brings a bunch of beautiful blood flow to your gut. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, their tummies go crazy during treatment. And that's mm-hmm. always a really good sign for me. Yeah. Excited. I completely felt like incomplete alignment. It was just like, ah, well, my breathing wasn't fully deep. Now it's very deep and I feel great, but also like full alignment. I felt like, um, a lightness to me Mm -hmm. and clarity. And that was from like, what, like 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. And I will say to people, when it comes to energy-based therapies, we have to remember that we are energetic beings, right? We already know this. We Mm -hmm. die, we're energy, right? And, and if we understand that very sole principle of life, then it would stand to believe that energy-based healing should be one of the first modalities we do, along with the nutrition, along with supplements and lifestyle. Energy-based healings should... And this is why I have such respect and reverence for energy healers. Real ones, not the not the ones like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll come to your house and do some energy healing. Like, no. <laughs> real people who know real energy healing, um, that is like game-changing because that can shift the physical right? Because we say, I always say physical is like the top of the glacier and under is like all of these mental, emotional, spiritual, whatever traumas we're holding in. That's a deep stuff. So I love that you do craniosacral with your patients. That's how it should be. Naturopathic doctors, we, you know, here's, here's his supplement protocol. Here's some nutrition. Get on a table. I'm going to do some crazy energy stuff. Don't ask any questions. <laughs> you're going to feel better. There you go, right? Yes. I love it. I'm really grateful that it's a big part of my practice. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned the stomach bubbling sometimes. Let's get into gut health mm-hmm. right now, right? And and it's it's been since like five years since it's been on the forefront of so much, but for a reason, right? Like yeah. when in doubt, start looking at the gut. Mm-hmm. And uh, have you found what is the what is the biggest block to gut health right now? Is it stress? Is it nutrition? Is it environmental toxins? What the heck is going on? Because I'll tell you right now, when I was practicing, I had people coming in. I every other third or fourth person said, "Oh, 
I got something going on with my gut. Or mm-hmm. someone who didn't come in for gut stuff always mentioned that they had something with their gut. What is going on? Yeah. I think it's a little bit of all those little blurbs that you just mentioned. I think a huge part goes that goes into it is that humans are not connected to their food. And as you said, everything is energy. So our food holds a certain vibration and it has energy in it. It has a message that it's telling our body whether to absorb and to grow and to build, to heal, or to break down, to create this toxic inflammatory cascade, which then can show up as something else. So I think first and foremost, people don't view food as medicine or to have those capabilities. They view food as fuel and it's just how quickly can I get it in? Ooh, I have to get back to work. So let me just get this down my throat as fast as I can. So one of the first things that I work on with my patients is preparing your food, looking at your food, smelling your food, salivating when Mm -hmm. you're getting ready to eat and chewing in a way that your gut doesn't have to try to release a bunch of digestive enzymes to do the job that Mm -hmm. your teeth could have just done mechanically in your mouth. And then, as you also said, stress is huge because stress shifts the nervous system from the parasympathetic, let's rest, let's digest, let's savor this moment and be present into, oh, 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 there's a threat. We have to go, go, go. The blood leaves the gut, goes to the muscles, Mm -hmm. and you don't really stand a chance against digesting at that point. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mindfulness eating, Mm -hmm. right? Mindful It's so crazy because sometimes I'd be like, do you chew your food? (laughs) Like before, because they're like, doc, I need like the best pancreatic enzyme you got. I'm like... (laughs) The best pancreatic enzyme is first chewing your food. Yes. Right? Right? Start breaking down those carbs. But I think that a lot of us, and I just watched a video this morning, someone was talking about how the precursor to vitality is certainly not running around, driving your car, eating, and going to the next meeting. Mm-mm. Right? Because he said at the very least, it's a friend of mine, Peter, he was on the show. He's talking about at the very least, those nutrients are just transient. You're not fully utilizing all of those nutrients. If you're in a state where your body's going, oh yes, feed me, mm-hmm. I'll break it down, I'll absorb the nutrients. So uh, finding interventions that we can do are really important. How about the gut-brain connection now? Now we talked about mental health and we talked about a little in the gut, let's connect them. Yes. How deeply connected? You mentioned about the interleukin, leaky gut, but let's go more into that. What's going on? How do we improve depression, anxiety in the context of improving the gut? Yes. I love this topic because I think it gives people a lot of power and it also brings awareness to this fact that the entire body is so intimately connected. But from a physical neurological standpoint, literally the brain is connected to the gut by cranial nerve 10, the vagus nerve. It is in your brainstem and it swims down the entire body to the terminal colon. And I remember actually dissecting this in medical school and I could not believe how far it went. Mm -hmm. And this nerve not only creates this physical connection, but it helps the brain communicate with the gut, but it's a two-way highway. So if the brain is telling the gut to digest and absorb food, that's what's going on. But if the gut is sending signals that it's inflamed or that there is an overgrowth of bacteria or yeast or that there's a food in there that's really irritable, then it will send that message to the brain. And there have been studies that people have traumatic brain injury within, I forget how long, I think it's a few minutes, maybe even seconds. Once the brain barrier opens, the gut barrier opens. So they are interconnected. And whenever any of those barriers open, they're highly selective, intelligent cells. So things get through to secret parts of the body that they shouldn't. And those can lead to all different signs of imbalance and inflammation. Mm, Really powerful. But when you talk about this, because it wasn't until fairly recently where I I met someone who had a concussion Mm -hmm. that very, very quickly led to severe, everything, anything she ate, severe bloating. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait a minute. And then I looked and I was like, 
yes, that makes so much sense. How how responsive they are. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. It was pretty mind blowing. Um, but to think that right, um, and create and vagus nerve being so 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 important. Vagus nerve health. It, are there any? Can we strengthen our vagus nerves? Oh yes, the nerves love to be strengthened. Yeah. The brain loves to create new pathways. It wants to do what you're asking it to do. Our bodies want to heal. They want to thrive. So to strengthen the vagus nerve, we're both doing it right now in speaking. Mm-hmm. So really, you just do different exercises where the vagus nerve touches. And the vagus nerve, one of the main areas that it touches is the inner ear. So one of the breath practices that I do with my patients is something called Brahmari, which is humming bee breath, where you take a deep breath in, you close your eyes and plug your ears, and you hum om. To the bottom Mm -hmm. and that vibration internally in your body stimulates the vagus nerve it is so calming humming singing gargling chanting this is always a crowd favorite gagging can Mm -hmm. make you do it so Mm -hmm. i usually recommend to my patients when they're brushing their teeth since you know they're already back there anyway just give yourself a little gag and the key is that you want you'll know that you're stimulating the vagus nerve because you'll also tear or salivate mm-hmm. because that is the same output of that nerve. Mm-hmm. Powerful. The, here here's what I do in the mornings mm-hmm. to 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 do it. I gargle. I use my uh, tongue scraper and I go all the way back in my throat and I gag. <laughs> and then I sing Elvis Presley uh I can't help falling in love. I, I sing that every morning when making my bed. Three, the three things by the time it's like an hour of waking up that I've strengthened my vagus nerve. Um, and then I just talk all day. <laughs> I love it. That is phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. If, if, and I'm a, I know my dad listens to the show. He would be the first one to uh, assert that I have been strengthening my vagus nerve since I was like two years old. <laughs> Nonstop, without fail. So if anyone has a strong vagus nerve, they need to do, dissect me and see, how, yeah. see where it goes. Um, all right. All right. But here, here's one of my favorite things. So for the people viewing or listening, they don't know that I went to San Diego and I went to one of the clinics you work in, right? Mm-hmm. Tor- tor- the Tourmaline Clinic. Yes. Um, and I'm going to put up some stories about the, the work they're doing. Really important work because they're helping pregnant women go through the whole process from beginning to end in the most holistically oriented way. And I don't think that a lot of us understand Now let's chat about something crucial, that is omega-3s. You know I'm all about keeping clean and pure when it comes to products, as well as food on my plate. But when it comes to supplements, right? We have to make sure we have the best of the best, but especially when it comes to omega-3s. And and I really mean it. Omega-3s are some of the most adulterated supplements that exist out there. And a lot of companies aren't doing it right. We need omega-3s for our heart, for our brain, for our eye health. You might not be getting enough nutritionally. When it comes to Peori, it's a quality brand, not only just with Omegas across their whole line. They're extremely transparent. Every batch undergoes rigorous testing against over 200 contaminants, and you could check the results for yourself. And that's one of my favorite things. You can scan the QR code and look at the batch that is right in front of you that is on your shelf or on your counter, and you can see the results for this quality testing. Peori's O3 Ultra Pure Fish Oil delivers a potent dose of EPA and DHA without any unnecessary extras. Now, Peori is offering 20% off of their O3 Ultra Pure Fish Oil, the one that I take every single morning, and all their fantastic products to you, the Heal Thyself listener. That's 20% off even the already discounted subscription price. I want you to go to Peori.com. Use my promo code DRG. That's P-U-O-R-I.com slash DRG to take care of your health with some of the best omegas out there by Peori. These days... 
These days, it seems like everyone is carrying on a beverage, whether it's soda or flavored water or kombucha or coffee or tea, but not all beverages are created equal when it comes to quality and health benefits. That is why I become obsessed with Peaks Sun Goddess Matcha. I've been using this for, it's one of the first supplements I really invested in. It's four years ago, probably. And it's not just any old matcha powder. We're talking organic ceremonial grade matcha tea that has been meticulously screened for pesticides, heavy metals, mold, and even radioactive isotopes. Peak takes no shortcuts. Their matcha is cultivated by ninth degree tea masters in Kagoshima, Japan, using century old traditions. Their plants are shaded for 35% longer than usual to maximize the production of vital compounds like L-theanine for calm, steady energy and chlorophyll for its detoxifying anti-aging properties. I start every morning with a frothy cup of sun goddess matcha, not just for energizing my body, you know, we all want to get that caffeine kick. Yeah, okay. But for the amazing gut health, metabolism boosting and antioxidant benefits, the phytonutrients nurture my digestive system, the EGCG compounds help my body burn calories efficiently. And the chlorophyll gives my skin the awesome reading. You see, I'm going right now, right? That's because of the matcha. There's perfectly proportioned packets that are easy to mix with water whenever I need to pick me up. So easy to make a consistent self-care ritual. Peak is offering you, the Heal Thyself listener, 15% off of their sun goddess matcha, plus a free beaker and a rechargeable frother when you go to peaklife.com slash DRG. They're so confident that you're going to love it. There's even a 30-day money-back guarantee. No code at checkout. Just go to P-I-Q-U-E-L-I-F-E dot com slash DRG. You're going to get 15% off plus all those freebies. And I'm not one to say do this with your pregnancy, but there's ways that are much healthier for you and the baby versus traditional routes. Yeah. And I, I want to talk about what's going on over there, but I also want to talk about the passion in 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 that part, preconception. How, how I did a whole show last week about how miscarriages are increasing fertility is decreasing, sperm concentration is decreasing, environmental toxins. I just want to, we want, I want to pick your brain. I want to talk about where, what is the state of fertility right now? Is it harder to get pregnant that you're seeing with your cases? And what's the difference between now this, this, this clinic down there, the tourmaline clinic versus conventional roads? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tourmaline is so special. I'm so grateful that it fell into my lap. And I'll kind of put that to the side for a second mm-hmm. just to answer the first question. Mm-hmm. But I work a lot with women and women who are getting ready to have a baby. They want to do it in maybe the next six months to a year. And they're working on other aspects of their health. A lot of these women are coming off of hormonal birth control that they have been on for a really, really long time. And I will say some women, you know, their bodies are ready. They start cycling. They can get pregnant. A lot of other women that I work with, more than I would like to say, they have trouble in a way that they didn't think that they would have trouble in getting pregnant. And I think that a lot of it comes down to that we are very toxic as species at this point, and our gonadal cells are very sensitive to toxic insult. And these toxins can be anything from pesticides, herbicides, stress, uh, chemicals that we're ingesting or being exposed to in different pharmaceuticals. Also, chronic infections is huge. Heavy metals is huge. Mm -hmm. So I always find with a woman when their menstrual cycle is off or their hormones are off, that's a sign to me that their body is trying to bring balance because the body won't get pregnant if it has something else that's taking up its energy. It's very smart. It wants to make a perfect baby. (laughs) It wants to save your nutrients for you if you need them. So usually when that is the case, then my 
my little detective hat comes on, which I do anyway with all of my patients. I always try to look at all these root things, mm -hmm. but especially with pregnancy, I say, okay, what is going on with your hormones? What is your exposure history? Do you have any chronic infections? What is your diet, your lifestyle like? What are you seeing on a daily basis that could be telling your body it is not safe? to make mm -hmm, a baby. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Really important thing that you said, how the gonadal cells are super sensitive to these environmental toxins. Mm -hmm. And and if we think about it, and, and it's, it, I always talk about it and people are like, whoa, that's a lot of things. But like, if you think about it, it's small shifts, right? Small shifts in the food, right? Mm -hmm. or, or investing in a water filter, which is going to last a long time for you and your family. Thinking about what's the air quality in your home. You talked about heavy metals. Where do they come from? I do a lot of shows on it. This is why, because... We know that long-term, and there's no way of doing direct correlation, like this one chemical is the cause of your fertility. We don't do studies on the synergistic role of all of them. Mm -hmm. But I'm so happy that you said that that's a major thing that's affecting us. Um, stress in itself being a toxin. Yes. How, how toxic is stress to fertility? So stress, I mean, I don't know if any of the women listening along can think back to a time that they were late and they told themselves that they were pregnant and it was during a time that they were so, 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 so stressed. Mm -hmm. And that is a very intelligent thing. If the body thinks that it is stressed or that it has an imminent danger, it will downregulate reproductive hormones so that you do not have a cycle. So that a lot of times women might be bleeding on their period, but they're not actually ovulating because ovulation won't happen with excessive stress. So in that sense, it directly impacts the hormonal cascade that takes to even create a healthy endometrial lining for mm -hmm. fertility and implantation to happen. Ovulation can't happen if there's no sign that it's safe to do so. But then also just cortisol in general, all the different things that it's doing to the body in the background gives this underlying vibration. I am not safe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the body, and how intelligent the body is. Mm -hmm. It's basically putting out sensors for what is the environment like? Is there enough food? Is it toxic? Is it safe? Okay, good. Let's get, let's put out a good baby. Let's put out a healthy baby. We talked about the women. What about the fellas now? The fellas. Us men. Do, yeah. I think a lot of us overlook mm -hmm. or maybe just underplay and like, okay, you know, just like maybe stop drinking alcohol. <laughs> How big of a role are men playing now? Yeah, huge. Men are a huge part of the equation. I think that, I mean, not to throw men under the bus, but I'm a woman and I know that a lot of my friends that are females, they do care a little bit more about what they eat. Maybe it's related to, you know, ego and appearance or whatever. But typically men, I think they just get the easier end of the deal in which, you know, they can eat whatever and drink and stay up late and they still feel fine. But a woman, you know, she'll eat a cheeseburger and feel crappy the next day and change her mind a little bit. So men, and I remember this in medical school too, looking at sperm under a microscope and some sperm were beautiful and they were swimming around mm. doing their own thing, but others had two heads, some had two tails, mm -hmm. some were swimming in circles. And it's because these cells are so, 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 so sensitive and they're almost like little toxic places where they are all pulled, where toxins can be stored in the body. Mm. And it directly affects sperm health, sperm motility, how much you're producing. And a lot of this comes down to testosterone levels that are being highly affected by a lot of toxins. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, this is uh, what I was talking about. 1% a year of testosterone is going down. Um, and then if you think about it, what role is that playing in sperm, uh, sperm <laughs> concentration? and firmness, <laughs> a sperm <laughs> concentration. And then we see that also that's reducing. And, and um, Dr. Shanna Swan was saying in her book that's coming out, Countdown, is that by, I think it was 20, 40 or 50, that, that it, fertility may be zero. Wow. How is that possible? And she was talking about like, this is, this is an emergent situation. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about like, 
years down the line, right now is the interventions that need to be made for things like BPA, mm-hmm. which I know you, I've seen it on your page. You talk about PFAS, uh, flame retardants, parabens. These are things that we're exposed to every single day. Mm-hmm. And I know you do toxin testing and it's, mm-hmm. you'd be hard to come across someone, even a healthy person who doesn't have that detectable in the body. No. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of whose gonadal cells are extra sensitive to them and maybe whose are more resilient, but regardless, major threat, right? Absolutely. And also coming down to what measures are you taking to detoxify? Because, you know, we are living in an environment that is not necessarily one of health that's promoting health. So we need to make sure that we're doing the right things for our body to be able to clear because our bodies are highly intelligent. They can clear these things out. It's just making sure that, you know, if we're filling up a bucket with toxins that we open it and let it drain. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So how do we open it and Mm -hmm. let it drain? What are some things we need to be doing here? First and foremost, I am blown away by how many patients of mine are not having daily bowel movements and that they think it is normal because it's been something that they've been experiencing their whole lives. And our liver is a collection of different toxins in which they release them into the bile so they can be released into the stool. And first and foremost, I need to get you pooping. If you're not pooping, things are just being reabsorbed and going through. Second is sweating. Our skin is the largest organ in our body and opening that up, we can sweat out so many toxins, so many heavy metals, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Um, Assuring that you have clean water and that you're urinating, even breath. You are detoxifying so much with exhales. So Mm -hmm. another yoga practice that I love, a pranayama is Kapalbhati, breath of fire, where you do forceful exhales through the nose. And I remember the first time I did this for a very long time, I was in India in an ashram and it got to the point that you can actually smell and taste very foul things coming out of your body because you're detoxifying all these different layers of cells. Whoa. Whoa. I don't think I've ever done it that long. I was always, <laughs> I just got it to the point where I'm like, oh, I'm kind of dizzy now, but mm-hmm. you just keep going through just it. Keep going. Holy Lay moly. Lay down if you have to, but yeah, keep going. Okay. So mm-hmm. let's, let's get to the clinic you're, at, you're working at, the Tourmaline Clinic. I, I just want to, I, I want to put some information to the viewers and listeners, um, how different the work that's being done there versus just the conventional route Mm -hmm. as a whole. And what are some things, how can we empower some pregnant women some more? What are some things that we can teach them to better their outcomes? Yeah. Working at Tourmaline has been such a beautiful opportunity because it's all women owned and operated. It's all midwives and different practitioners to help with all aspects of pregnancy. For example, I'm there. I'm the naturopath on staff, so I'm doing a lot with lifestyle, making sure hormones are in balance. You know, a lot of women have progesterone deficiencies and whatnot in pregnancy um, to do different craniosacral and Mm -hmm. aspects like that. So just as kind of an overarching theme or a way that I think a lot of moms would be able to connect about is in the conventional world, there is a certain timeline and expectations as to how things should go. And if they don't fall into perfect place, then something is wrong. Something is wrong with you. Something's wrong with the baby. You're in danger. We have to intervene. Mm -hmm. But working at a place like Tourmaline, it is similar and in alignment with naturopathic medicine in that every body is individual. Every pregnancy is individual. Of course, they're making sure that everything is safe. They're doing a lot of different examinations, spending lots of time with their patients, but also listening to the story, listening to what mom is feeling in her body, what she intuitively is feeling that she needs. Um, So much work in the preconception pregnancy stage and then postpartum, that care continues because in the postpartum stage, you know, if you give them birth in a hospital, it's like, okay, baby's out, you're done. See See ya. ya. But you just went through one of the most traumatic 
experiences of your life. And it's so beautiful seeing that that community that was in place holding the entire family's hand along the way, it does not end once the baby comes out. That just takes you to the next step. Mm -hmm. Amazing to Mm -hmm. have that support. I feel like that's that's how it should be. It should be sort of like a, a sacred path that you undergo. And you mentioned something really important, intuitive. Mm -hmm. I think we underplay, I'm talking about we as in the medical community, conventional medical, right? (laughs) We underplay the intuition of a mom. Say, no, 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 this is what you need. But mom and her body is very different than other mom next to her and, and her body, what they need. So the listening part, I think, would humble a lot of practitioners out there. And, and, and it's really important that you guys are doing that and like supporting them, right? Giving them the space to be like, all right, yeah, you know, like you understand this intuitively. What does that mean mm-hmm. from our standpoint? Mm-hmm. Um, are you doing the toxin testing on a lot of these women coming in? I usually do it in the preconception period because uh, once baby's in there, you know, there's sure. not too much that you can do to mm-hmm. detoxify mm-hmm. them. So, so, things, but. so let's say I have a partner. I can go to Tormelin right now and go, we want to have a baby in the next six months mm-hmm. and you guys will help. Yeah, Amazing. absolutely. Amazing. We love to help. I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. So uh, any, any fun projects you got coming up? Anything that, that we have to look out for for you? I am working on an online course that will go through all things women health and hormones to prepare people who are looking to have a family in the near future. So we'll get into the preconception care, but also just connecting women to their womb and to their hormone cycles and that intuitive nature of it, because there's so much that we can learn from our bodies. And as a woman, I love that my body cycles with the moon cycles. That is so cool. So Mm -hmm. it's going to dive all into that. Mm. Very excited. Yeah. So empowering women. Mm -hmm. Preconception. Yep. How to optimize our hormones. Mm-hmm. When is this coming out? I'm excited. Like, I, like <laughs> I'm optimizing. Yeah. Yes, hopefully by summer. Okay. On it. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And uh, where do we find you? Mm-hmm. So I am physically located in San Diego, but I do telemedicine, so work with people all over. Mm-hmm. But you can find me on Instagram at Dr. Day Luna. My mm-hmm. website is drdayluna.com. Love that. Yeah. You stay busy. I stay busy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love what I do, so yeah. it doesn't feel like work. A lot it of, feels like fun. A lot of good energy. Yeah. And that's how you know you're doing your sole purpose, right? Yes. Work doesn't seem like anything other than what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And you're doing it. And I thank you for coming Aww. and dropping some gems. Yes. And we'll keep an eye out for the, your course. Let me know and I'll put it out to the community. But thank you for coming in, Doc, and dropping some bombs. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for allowing me to come and drop some bombs. All it's right. It's been a pleasure. Awesome interview, uh, Dr. Ashley DeLuna, really dropping some bombs. As always, uh, it, it's funny. It's, it's, I love having people who are really excited about their job, and it's really clear that she has that excitement behind the work that she does and is so excited to bring it to all of you. So I hope that helped you. Thank you for rating, reviewing, subscribing. Uh, really, this show is what it is because of all your support, and I realize that, and I bring gratitude to that every single day, every single morning. You're part of my rituals. I love you all, and I'll see you next week.